Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. My name is Wrestling Chris G, and I'm not doing the show by myself today, sadly. But I do have a great co-host this week. He's the one that's always there to race and always in second place. Good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie, man, how you doing? Look, I can fucking go. (laughs) (laughs) One of these these times, I'm going to fucking call your blow. I'm not just here alone this week, sadly. What if I I just dropped off? What if I just dropped off and just turned my phone off? Fucking go. (laughs) Yeah, I introduce you and you're like, I'm not saying anything. My microphone's off. I'm not saying anything. I'm just my (laughs) technical malfunction. What are you going to (laughs) do? How you doing this week, Doug? I pick a really dull episode too, so no, not this one. <laughs> not this one. You you like this episode? This one. This one. This one was choice. <laughs> so, all right. So today's episode is episode thirty-three, titled "The Flame Pokemonathon," or translated from Japanese, "The Big Fire Pokemon Race." And I still like that name, so I prefer the Japanese name. Yeah, and I don't even think it's close. No, not at all. So, with that being said, um, normally we would go into our our history segment, but as we alluded to on the last episode, we have some big news this week, Doug. That's right. We've teased it multiple times. I think it's time to officially <laughs> pull the trigger. For 2021, we are officially becoming a Digimon po- uh, podcast. Ding, ding, ding. Yes, everybody. Starting next week, we have given up Pokemon and we are doing Digimon. Woohoo! So this is the last Pokemon episode that you're going to listen to. It's a good one to end on. I know. I'm just joking, everybody. <laughs> People are probably like, wait, what the, what, what? No. What did I, what did I click on? <laughs> Rewind. Did I just hear that right? <laughs> no. So um we're going to announce it this week because he is coming on next week. But we have a big special guest who is joining us on next week's episode of Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. His name is Carl Dutton. He is from the UK. And if you don't know him by name... He does audio dramas for Power Rangers and X-Men. And I think I'm pretty sure they're working on another one. But as of right now, 
it's X-Men and Power Rangers, the audio dramas, and they're very freaking popular all over the internet. Yeah, um, audio drama, and I mean, this would fit into your on this date for last week. Yes. Because audio dramas are the new radio plays. Um, you know, these are, these are fully produced. I mean, I just said it. I mean, they're plays basically that are set out in podcast form. Me, me, and, and we, I mean, we, we've done some audio dramas, not to the scale that Carl Dutton has done, but we, we ventured into a little bit of the audio drama about three or four years ago before yeah, so, it was I mean, really a thing. Yeah. So, I mean, we're familiar with it. I mean, I'm sure if you, if you looked up your podcast feed right now, I'm sure you could probably pick out one or two that you probably are subscribed to. You didn't even realize it. Um, some of them will identify themselves as an audio drama up front, you know, because like you'll go on Twitter and they'll constantly be plugging um, like audio drama Twitter, which I guess is a thing much like wrestling Twitter or NBA Twitter. I mean, I guess if you dig hard enough, every subset of reality has a Twitter. Um, yes. You know, I've got a handful on my sub list. I'm sure Wrestling Chris G has a couple. I'm sure he had a couple before he started subbing to everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm kind of addicted to this stuff now. And something I I'm just now noticing right now because I'm going I'm actually looking up a few things. Carl Dutton, um, he actually it, it, from the looks of things. I don't I I do not want to be um I do not want to be wrong. So I mean we will talk about it, but. It looks like before he did audio reviews, he did uh, movie reviews for 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 from what looks like he did some X Men, he did Man of Steel, he did Batman, Batman Forever, he did wrestling reviews, which I'm very very um, happy to talk to him about. He he's reviewed wrestling pay per views, Impact, WWE. Um, and it looks like his first audio drama was actually Star Trek, the Lost Enterprise audio drama. So, yeah, um, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty stoked to, to, to talk to him because, I mean, he, he seems like just, a, just a big enough nerd, um, that me, cause me and you are nerds. We, we admit it, but he seems like just, just the right type of nerd to kind of geek out about a few things that we like. Well, it'll be interesting to kind of kind of hear his approach on things because obviously an audio drama is a different subset from a like a weekly uh, review podcast because, yes. you know, we can just go on here and we can chat about a couple episodes and we could be done, but he's talking about, you know, production and he's dealing with multiple actors and he's dealing with you know multiple voice files and i'm sure i'm sure his work has been affected by the pandemic obviously but oh he's done a batman audio drama i saw that on that one article that you sent over yes 
And something else I think he's gotten into is um the the um like the reading of audio books but with multiple actors as well. So not like a lot of audio books you'll get like one narrator throughout the whole book. But he's dealing with the whole cast. Yes. Um so he's Holy doing crap. a lot eighteen thousand views on oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just looking stuff up. I'm I'm gonna really indulge into some of some of these because right now I'm I'm a I'm a huge fan of of Power Rangers. You I mean if you know me personally, um I tried to get my son into Power Rangers. I mean he he's slowly like dabbling back into it surprisingly now. Like he sits down and actually wants to watch it because I got him the whole freaking DVD set. But I'm 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 going through all of the Power Ranger audio dramas that they're doing, and then I'm going to start up, and I'm, it looks like I'm going to be traveling back, because I thought I was going to be doing X-Men, but I, I want to listen to these Batman the Long Halloween audio dramas, so I'm going to be dabbling into that in just a little bit. So, Alright, but other than that, Doug, um, yeah, he is joining us, so we'll have way more than enough time to talk about him to him and kind of kind of get to know him a little bit so he'll 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 be joining the ep family next week so make sure you listen to that episode i mean you were gonna listen anyway but just a little bit of a extra incentive yes so all right so other than that doug um, that was our big news for this week, but we, we also have a big episode that we're getting ready to review. And this episode aired November 11th, 1997 in Japan, and here in the States, October 21st, 1998. And I believe you are going first again this week, Doug? I honestly can't remember, am I? <laughs> well, mine's from 1956. So, did I beat you this? So, week? no, you're going first. You're going first. Oh, I am going first. Oh shit. Okay, that's surprising. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not ready, Doug. I'm not. I, I mean, I know I, you're not. I'm, I know I, you're not. I, 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 I never, I never get to go first anymore. I mean, I, I, I got to get my papers ready. I, I normally get them ready while you're going. I'm like, fuck. Okay. Whew. And this one's legitimate. You didn't do this one out of spite. I know. <laughs> All right. Deep breaths. Deep breaths. Okay. Here we go. On this date in 1956, Carrie Fisher, American actress best known for her role in three, two, one, Star Wars. Star Trek. I'm, I'm coming. Matthew. <laughs> hey, you did that to yourself with the countdown. I know. That, that was that's your fault. In Star Wars as Princess Leia, I I had to jump on this one because I mean, uh, again, if you know me personally or if you follow the wrestling podcast Sports Entertainment Breakdown, um I do make references to Star Wars anytime anything New with Star Wars comes out. I'm I'm on top of it. Um, 
I, I I can't say enough good things about Star Wars. I mean, Star Trek can can kind of come in and go. I I've tried dabbling into some Star Trek. I can't get too too into it, but um, I I mean I try. I mean I I do like one or two movies of Star Trek, but Star Wars is that that's my shit. Doug, I know yep. I, I I know you're not too big into into Star Wars, but do you have anything that that you would like to say in regards to Princess Leia or what you're familiar with within Star Wars? Um, never seen a full movie from start to finish. <laughs> I I I need to get you to do that. Um, I mean, I know the I know the big scenes. I know the fucking pod I am, racer. I know. I am your father. I know I am your father. I know the fucking scene with Darth Vader and the fucking where he's just picking people up and choking them. Um, I know you know the fucking C three PO and R two D two and you, you you know what surprises me, Doug? And this is this is how I, I I can get us to talk a little bit about Star Wars. You're a huge um, Simpsons and Family Guy buff. Yeah, and my only exposure to the uh, to the uh, freaking uh, Star Wars is the Family Guy specials. Yes, because um, Simpsons has done a, a few different references, but but Family Guy has full blown episodes where they're referencing nothing but Star Wars. And you want to know? You want to know what's real funny? What's up? Those are some of my favorite episodes. <laughs> Of course they are, Doug. So, so okay. Then, I, then I, I, I'm gonna interview you for like two minutes. Why have you not watched any Star Wars movie, knowing that that those are your favorite episodes to watch a Family Guy, and you love action. You're like you're one for action. But like, I know what's gonna happen. Well, I mean, you know what's gonna happen in almost all movies. Well, yeah, but like. If if I could go back and I could wipe my memory to where I didn't know, you know, Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father, or I, I didn't know that, you know, insert X Y Z. Well, I okay. Mean, are, how, how familiar are you with the last three movies that came out? The new, the, the new... last three, pretty much nothing. So you can you can basically go in and watch those blind. Would you be willing to do that? I would have to have nothing else to do and nothing else to watch. <laughs> and and that, I'm not and I'm not that's not that's not a slam. But like you know how many movies that I have on my imaginary queue that I'll maybe get to like one, maybe a couple weeks. Yeah. Like how long how long did it take me to watch Invisible Man? <laughs> the movie was already out on DVD for a couple weeks. By the time I watched it, yeah. Yes. Um, and I want, and that was one I wanted to watch. That and Mutants. Mutants, it took you a while to watch that too. It did. Yes. I, I'm telling you, I need I need to be sitting there at like eleven o'clock going, I have dick all to do. Like um I'm what, gonna throw on a movie. You know what? And I'm 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 gonna ask you this. I mean, that we're we're getting off of Star Wars, everybody. But um, have you seen the new Wonder Woman movie? I haven't, and I'll and I'll and I'll tell you why. 
because I haven't heard anybody talk good about it. Um, and that and that that affects my enthusiasm. Well, have you really ha- heard anybody talk bad about the movie? Well, bad is objective. So people uh, just I mean the consensus I've heard is it's worse than the first one, which I was expecting anyway. But like the people story, are saying this story, the story doesn't deep. make sense. Yeah. And I mean I it's one I want to watch. Like, and I was really disappointed to hear that it was bad because, like, I mean, obviously I knew I wasn't going to fucking watch it on Christmas Day. But I was like, maybe over the holidays. And then I can't find anything, like, telling me that I need to stop what I'm doing. And, I mean, I'm not so, expecting that. But So I I have not made it all the way through the movie. But the only reason I haven't made it through the movie – so. Um, around the Christmas holiday, while we were out on break, Doug, um, me and all of my in-laws and everybody, we, we went to my in-laws and we put it up on the big screen and we were all sitting down to watch it Christmas, Christmas night. So we we're watching it and we got probably about 20, 25 minutes through and my daughter um, decided that it was, it, it's time for her to go to bed and she wanted to act out so we left so we left i put it back on maybe about two days ago two nights ago and my daughter did the same thing but this time i got about an hour into the movie and my daughter just doesn't want me to finish this movie but from what i've seen so far i'm probably gonna end up watching some tonight now that i'm thinking about it like my um yeah, uh, my my daughter just doesn't want me to finish it, but I I can literally say that I don't really think anything bad of the movie. People that say that the story doesn't make sense isn't paying attention to the actual story because the the story's cut and dry. I mean, you you start the movie. I'm not giving out any spoilers, but you start the movie with with Wonder Woman as a kid. Um struggling to um, become who she is and then you kind of zoom forward to the movie's called 1984 that's the date that the freaking movie takes place in and zoom forward to 1984 and it's what happens that year with her story and the bad guys and things getting stolen and just and now you got to try to get these things back and get them in order. Like, I mean, it's 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 your standard movie, but I, I kind of feel like DC kind of gets the kind of kind of gets the snub a little bit because it's DC. It's not Marvel. And I, well, I don't know. Like I mean, I'll, but I mean, and I said this when the first movie came out and you kind of scoff. I mean, you might not remember it, but you kind of scoffed at me. Because I really enjoyed the first movie, and I went as far as to say that Wonder Woman saved the the film studio at that point. And you kind of were like, I don't know if it was in that much danger, yeah, but I, they I, were I, putting I, out some clunkers. Yeah, and I, I I will I will be one to sit here and say that I'm I'm not a huge DC movie man. Like I I like more of the DC animated movies that they come out with they bring out about four or five of them each year 
uh, most of them including Batman and Gotham City and being dark and just I, I enjoy those and I enjoy me at the time when DC had their own online subscription I, I, I was one for Titans and watching that like like if DC wants to put out some good stuff they can put out some good stuff but when it comes to their movies I don't know who the fuck directs their movies but I, I can for one say I was not a fan of the very first Wonder Woman movie but I, I am so far liking this one better than the first one. I love the first one. So, with, if you like the first one, you're definitely going to like this one. So, I mean, and like I say, it's something, but isn't it like two, two and almost three hours? Uh, I, it, I think, I think it, it's kind of engraved in my head. I think it's two hours and 16 minutes, I believe. Um, I can, That's so I can check it right now. WW84 runtime. There we go. So this movie, it, yeah, two hours and 35 minutes. 30, well, that's more than 16, fellas. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is more than 16. But uh, but I, you can really subtract like 10 from that because the last 10 is usually credit. Although you have to watch the credits of these superhero movies. Um. Yeah, you could probably skip the credits on this one. I don't. I don't think it has any any stingers at the end of the movie. I I can look. Uh, that you up. haven't. You haven't. You haven't seen it, but I, I'm relatively sure. I think I saw something about mid or end credit scene explained. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm pull I'm pulling that up right now as we speak. But um, we are a Pokemon podcast. So... Oh yeah, that's what we're doing. <laughs> So, um, yeah, it says extra scene during the credits of Wonder Woman. So, so and, that, and that's fine, because all you really have to do is script through the credits, and when they stop, you go, oh, shit. Yes. So, all right, so that was mine. Mine just happened to be around Star Wars, and I had to jump on it. But for you, Doug, what is yours this week? So, on October 21st, 1980... The Philadelphia Phillies win their first World Series in their franchise's history. And their franchise goes all the way back to 1883. Holy shit. Okay. So, so this is our this is our first world championship. You're talking the the nineteen eighty Phillies, you're talking Mike Schmidt, uh a mid season uh Trade acquisition of Pete Rose. Um, trying to think who else was on that squad without looking it up. Um, Steve Carlton was their ace pitcher. Um, yeah, I mean, and this one just popped out because it's it was the end of. I didn't realize it had been that long. Um, since they won it, um, you know, and as obviously we're recording this in 2021, so we have the the benefit of knowing that they went on to win another World Series in it's one of the O's 08, 08. They won it again in 08, but they haven't they haven't won it again since. So at, even at 08, you're going. You know, that's another 
it's been 13 years since they've they've been that close um well damn and they are um in an increasingly competitive division you've got the the Braves who just seem to be on another run of winning division titles obviously the Nationals won the World Series in uh, 18 or uh 19 rather um the uh the the Marlins are a a, uh, a ball club um I think that's everybody uh let's see, Braves Phillies Nationals Oh, and the Mets, uh, their owner is just spending all the money, so they're just going to buy everybody this offseason. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, the Phillies, and, and, you know, obviously they're sitting there. They have a lot of money tied up into Bryce Harper. Um, they need to figure out their pitching. Um, they're trying to reconfigure their bullpen, um, trying to figure out whether they're going to re-sign JT Riamuto, uh I think he's going to price themselves out of he's he's going to price himself out of their range. So we're we're kind of see, but I could see them ponying up because if they don't get him, the fucking Mets could get him, and you know, so I mean we're we're still kind of early days into the off season. A few big moves have happened, um, so we're just going to have to see. But yeah, um, I didn't realize it had been that long, and I I just kind of like when st- and I know you know like we're in October like. I said this a while back, it feels like, but October is like easy, um, baseball territory. So if something like that pops up and it's easy for me to talk about, it, I'm always going to take it. Well, there you go. So, all right. Well, I think that's gonna do it for our history lesson this week, a little longer than usual. Um, but we did have an announcement at the beginning of the episode too. But it's time to dive into the Flame Pokemonathon, Doug. Yes, so they're not lost this week. No, they're not. We actually start this episode and the the guy um the the instructor uh, I narrator. guess or narrator um says that after earning the fuchsia fuchsia gym badge, they find themselves on the safari zone. But we come to find out it's not really the safari zone. Yeah, I was going to say that's misleading, like right off the bat. Because as soon as he says safari zone in in this episode, I'm sitting here like, wait a minute. No, they have a whole episode that was banned that we're going to get ready to go over in a few episodes, actually in two episodes of the safari zone. And that's, you know what? I'm actually really interested to get into that because you've never seen the actual, uh, Safari Zone episode, have you? Oh shit, no, I haven't. So that's gonna be your first time. I am, I'm really intrigued to see what you're gonna do, or not what you're gonna yeah. do, but, but have you, um, watched that episode? I'm probably gonna have to watch it once just and let it happen. And then I'm probably gonna have to watch it another time, you know, where I'm like positive and shit. Well, yeah, cause re- remember, um, the well no actually is the episode was it ever translated into no it it wasn't translated so it's all japanese so that that's the subtitle oh this one this one didn't get the didn't get the beauty of the beach treatment no it's it it still to this day has never been released here in the u.s only in japan Uh, shucks 
Okay, then yeah, I'll definitely just have to watch it one time and then. So. I'll <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> You'll figure it out. All right. Um, let's get ready to get on into this thing. Okay, so. Um, we start the episode. Ash is looking up and he sees what looks like a bunch of Toros and he gets happy. Because he goes, oh, that's. That's some wild Toros. I, you know, and I just happen to have a lot of Pokeballs. And he gets, he's getting ready to call out a Pokemon, and he gets attacked from the sky. Yes. So as he gets attacked from the sky, well, he sends out Charmander. Oh, he does send him out. Yeah. So fucking Charmander. Well, well, he he he, tell, he first wants Pikachu to go out there. Pikachu's like, yeah, I'm not battling those Tor. Toro, so you, you, you could send someone else. And he's like, I'll choose you, Charmander. And as soon as he sends out Charmander, Charmander gets pummeled by a damn growler. And Ash goes, what's that? And he, you know, fucking Dexter. <laughs> Dexter was having a ball in this episode. We're, we're, we're only, let me see, I'm going to pause this real quick. Two minutes and 22 seconds into this episode, and we've already seen Dexter twice. Toros and Growler. Good yeah. So, um, so Charmander is looking at Growlithe. Uh, well, he gets Growlithe off of his body, and he's like, "I'm gonna fight you!" And fucking Charmander and Growlithe are using flamethrower at each other. And that's when Ash goes, "Oh, well, he's a fire Pokemon." I said, "No, Ash, he's a water Pokemon." That's just confused. Yes. So, so Ash is getting ready to. So he calls back Charmander and gets ready to put out Squirtle. And this is when Laura, I, I think that, I think that's her yeah. name. Yeah. Her name I did catch. Okay. So Laura um, comes in and she's on her, her ponyta and she, and Ash is like, whoa, what are you doing? And she's like, please don't tell me that you don't know that you can't, that it's against the law to capture Pokemon over here. This is a Pokemon preserve. Yeah. You can't capture Pokemon over here. And fucking Brock is like, you grew up right purdy yourself, miss. I fell off the fuck. I fell off. I, I... <laughs> they just made him so perverted. You grew up right purdy, miss. <laughs> fucking fell out. But um, she goes to say that um, this Pokemon Preserve is owned by the Laramie family. And Brock is like, isn't that the place where they raise a bunch of wild Pokemon? Hey, this must be that place. <laughs> and she's like, yes, I'm Laura Laramie, and this is Growlithe, and uh, and you can basically, uh, she says, Growlithe is out here to make sure that no Pokemon poachers are over in this area to capture uh, any to capture or battle any of these Pokemon. And then Ash provides a little bit, or and Ash, Brock provides a little bit of exposition. He's like, you know, if you get a, if you're lucky enough to get a Pokemon from the, from the Laramie Ranch, you're, you should consider yourself lucky because they're raised right, and X, Y, and Z, and they pride themselves on, on their ability to raise Pokemon and all this. Yeah. And at this point, um, Ash is looking at Ponyta and 
go and poke and here comes Dexter again and <laughs> it, it says its mane is made of intense flame and Ash looks up at at Lara and is like um doesn't that hurt and she's like oh I've I've had ponytail ever since she was little ponytail would never um hurt me or yeah, Laura will never hurt me, and she she can control who she burns, basically. Right. So what does he do? Ash is like, oh, that's pretty cool. I'm gonna go over and touch this. Now I had a problem with this scene, okay? <laughs> so because this this breaks all logic, like all, worried all about logic. Yeah, all logic goes out the door at this point because Ash is like, well. So she can ride Ponyta, and Ponyta has the flames on its body, okay? But Ponyta can control the heat of these flames. Right. So Ash goes to touch Ponyta. Ponyta doesn't like that. Ponyta doesn't like that, but Lara's still on Ponyta. Ah. And Ash gets... And Ash gets his hand burned, but Lara's perfectly fine. So can it control each little piece of flame on its body? That's how I'm choosing to think about it. That 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 that's buggy. <laughs> no, it's a horse. That's buggy. It's a horse. <laughs> so alright. So he, he immediately touches uh touches the ponyta and immediately calls out Squirtle to put his hand out. And you just see Squirtle going, blah. And Pikachu's <laughs> going, you shouldn't have touched that fucking orange, man. <laughs> but, it, it, and, and that's not the first time that, that Ash is going to be stupid and touch this damn ponyta. Right. But, alright, so so let's go. So yeah, um, I was a little ahead because that's when Brock goes into the exposition about Getting a Laramie, a Laramie Ranch Pokemon, and then that's when Laura invites them to the big party, the big fair, because and Pikachu's ready to party, and then she talks about the the big race, which yeah. is um, in the title of the episode, obviously. Yeah, and. She, she, Laura goes, cause Ash is like, what, what, what kind of race is this? And Laura's like, well, we, we have a race every single year and the race is to find out who has the best Pokemon in the world, which I, I, I don't see how you could have the best Pokemon in the world just because your Pokemon is fast. Well, fast is better than slow. I mean, but that doesn't make your Pokemon the best Pokemon in the world. Fastest Pokemon. But then, like I said, uh, frickin' Dexter gets a workout in this episode. Oh, he gets a real workout here, because all of a sudden, another thundering herd, so you're going, oh shit, more Toros. No, it's a goddamn, it's a bunch of fucking birds, and they it seems like they got like three or four heads, and so Ash goes, well, that has to be Pokemon. So he pulls out his Pokemon, he pulls out Dexter, and poor Dexter's not quick enough on the draw. And Ash goes, holy shit, they're going fast. And then, lucky for him, fucking douchebag McGee over here pops up and goes, hi, Laura. 
<laughs> that that that's your impersonation, Doug. That's what Hi. he did. That's exactly Hi. what he did. Hi, Hi. Laura. Hi, that's exactly Laura. what he did. That's a perfect impression. <laughs> so this. Well, he doesn't say hi, Laura. He says howdy, Laura. Well, <laughs> he didn't spit either, but you. <laughs> he said, we're going to win that Pokemon race tomorrow. And, don't, and she's like, don't be too sure. B doesn't always win the race, which, I mean. And I'm sitting there going, what the hell's the point of it then? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, if, if you're not fast, then how are you? I mean, I know they, I know the, I know the tortoise and the hare story but as as the great philosopher ricky bobby once said well he said a couple of things he said i want to go fast he said if you're not first you're last yes <laughs> so at this point uh he goes he goes yeah well you you have to be fast to win this race and just goes off and just flies off with all his doug trio which he that that man has as many doug trio as ash is gonna have freaking Taurus. right like, and I have a question. What's up? Had we not have we not seen a Doug a Doe duo? Um, have we seen a Doug Doug duo? I no, don't think no, we have. No, we haven't. That's the first time. So that's weird. Yeah, but we saw a Doug trio. But they had to put a fast Pokemon in this episode. I mean, you you couldn't really introduce Slowbro into this episode. No, we couldn't really. Um, <laughs> but I did. I did like um, when Ash is able to uh, scan, uh, I think, what's his name, Dario? When he's yes. able to scan Dario's Dugtrio, or not Dugtrio, Dotrio. Uh, Texture says his three heads represent, um, what is it, happiness, sadness, and anger? Yes. Yeah. So, so I thought each, that was pretty cool. So each head has a different personality. So I thought that was cool. So, but yeah, um, as he as he runs away, he's like, he's like, just be prepared to lose. And Missy just loses her shit. She goes, what a jerk. And that that's when we get his name. She's like, he's Dario, the the Dodrio trainer. Trainer, could they not get? I that's a tongue twister. <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> he's Dario, a Dodrio trainer. Like, could they not give him a different name? I'm saying, what happened to Earl or Frank or Jimmy? For real. So we fast forward to that evening, and Laura is going through. Laura and our our crew here, our our crew, our group here, are going through the little town center, and everybody they pass with, "Hi, Laura. Good luck in that there race." <laughs> Fucking a bunch of rednecks in this town. I just love it because it's a bunch of Japanese animated characters doing fucking hee-haw accents. <laughs> and might, might, might I add that as they're walking in town, fucking Ash has a damn fried Magikarp. <laughs> he's eating no explanation. a fried... He's just, no, he's fucking chowing. Yeah, it's fucking chowing away at a fried Magikarp. Which I'm guessing is the only way you can eat those things, because we've established that they're fucking horrid on their own. But you and know, they're unbreakable. Fucking who was it broke their teeth? Fucking meow. Yeah, meow tried to fucking bite the damn magic card, but here here's Ash just eating a fried one. 
and he's chowing away at this thing. He's the whole, just, he's, the, the, he's the whole face a, is gone. He's having a ball. <laughs> and then they, as somebody runs up and goes, hi, Laura, something's going on on the ranch. <laughs> so she whistles for pony tie. She and then um, they go to the gate. They find the 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 toros are just they're in a fucking heap and they're just fucking gnashing at each other and shit. And she sends Growlithe in there, and he calms him down. You know that, that was really <clears throat> that was really cool because you just see him running and all of a sudden they just the the, the heap gets quiet and then they just stop. And that's cool. Yeah, like all, all the Toros are just standing there, and I mean it, it. It was a good moment. Good moment. Yeah. So. And Laura's like, I don't know what happened to spook them Toros. And then, and then out of nowhere, freaking Ponyta just jumps up and throws Laura back. It's spooked by a projectile that comes out of the bushes. Yes. And Laura falls off of Ponyta and then hurts her arm. Hurts her arm, and you know, as Laura's on the ground saying, "I'm okay, I've, I've heard something." You see, Ash is sitting there struggling with the reins, trying to calm down Ponyta. And there's this moment where a switch flips, and Ponyta calms down, and Laura's kind of like, "Huh." And then, you know, wouldn't you know who won the pony? It was freaking ended up being Team Rocket, and the projectile ended up being Meow's little charm and so, Dario's out in, the, out in the shadows he goes I wouldn't expect anything less from Team Rocket <laughs> you're, you're gonna do that every single time that you do his voice aren't you? Damn right any of them <laughs> so so it's at this point we find out that Dario is now going to team up with Team Rocket and Frickin' Jesse and James are sitting there. They're like, "Oh yeah, we can get all the money. You, you, if you, as long as you pay us, we'll make sure you win that race." And you know, Dario's like, "Well, that sounds like a good deal to me." <laughs> one of these times, one of these times, I'm actually gonna fucking spit. I, I'm waiting for it. I'm just waiting for you to just spit. Gonna be disgusted with myself. So. Um. So it's at this point we go to the next scene and Laura is looking out of the window and she she's kind of distraught because at this point she's hurt and there's no way that she's going to be able to go out and do this race with that with, with a hurt arm like that. And everybody's kind of dejected and then she goes, "Hey Ash, you could ride Ponytail for me." So, okay, I can't. I can't. And Ash goes. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Ash goes, I can't ride. He, he like literally bolts up right. He goes, I can't ride Ponytail. You saw me get burnt earlier. And and Laura goes, yeah, but I also saw you calmed him down. Is it a him or a her? It's a It's a her. You calmed her down when she was spooked earlier. But Ash looks over and go, and they all try to persuade Ash to to do the race. And Ash is like, you know what? In that case, I'll do it. Pony, Ponytail. We'll, we'll be all right, won't we, Ponytail? And he gets fucking burned again. And I'm like, God damn. Like, 
like what why ponyta what why why are you burning ash and ash just calmed you down and you see that he's friends with your friends so you should be friends with him too like why are you yeah. sitting there burning him and you're in the room you understand what the job is I mean, and then laura goes laura goes now ponyta why don't you go on and be nice to that there ash catch him <laughs> go on and win that thar race <laughs> okay you can't do that with laura <laughs> she sure has. She sure has about as good of an accent as the rest of them. Facts. So it's at this point they go outside and Ash gets to mount Ponyta for the very first time, and he's so reluctant because he's already been burned on both of his hands. He has fucking <laughs> two third degree burns, both hands. I don't, I don't, I don't understand why he has no bandages on his hands. And that, well, and then you're really going to get confused here because they're out in the field and. Like you said, he finally gets boosted up, and Ponyta understands the job, so he's cool. And Ash is all happy. He goes, "All right, I finally did it. I got on top of him." And he and he rears back and he kicks her. And then fucking Ponyta goes running and he grabs the fucking fire tail. Right. Like he. So he, his hands he, have melted off. Yes, his hands are on the fire tail, but he's not getting burned. Like and break, breaks all, misty all, and all logic. And Misty and Brock are just standing there going, well, that's our Ash. And he's, and fucking Ash is just fucking crying. And she, you know, can't, it's like fucking let go. Like, yeah, you're going to kill your arm, but, you know, you're going to have, you're going to have no fingers left here in a minute. And then, you know, it's at this point, I think we took our break, which is where we get our Who's That Pokemon. Which, Who's That Pokemon this week, Doug? God damn it, better be Ponyta. It, it, are you, are you sure? Son of a bitch. Yes, it is Ponyta. <laughs> I was going to say, if they, fucking, if they said it was Growlithe, I'd fucking quit. No, it's not Growlithe. There's Ponyta this week. Even though Growlithe, it, it, it honestly could have been Growlithe this week. Let, let, well, let's be Growlithe, Growlithe, doesn't he get kind of his own episode when we get to James's backstory? Yes. But I'm not sure if they actually used Growlithe as, as the who's that Pokemon. I think that's when they finally start doing the Who's that Pokemon with freaking um, random Pokemon? Because we're we're gonna hit that point at some point. Oh and, shit! And it and it it's gonna make you mad. We'll have to be looking out for it. Yeah, for real. So we get and we're 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 presented right on race day, and we get a shot of the crowds, and we see Growlithe sitting there with Lara, Misty. No, Misty's in the race. So it's just it's who's he sitting there with? Huh? It's it's Brock. It's Brock, Laura, and Misty. No, because Brock's in the race. Yes. So it's it's just Laura and and uh, Growlithe. Yes, Laura and Growlithe. I had to I had to I actually had to go back. Yeah, but like... but this is where we see freaking Team Rocket already on top of all of their foolery. Like they're they're sitting there, um, making Pokemon fight with each other in the race, and you see that they threw a rock and had two Pokemon fighting. They're now going up hills and they're having boulders come down. Like it's 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 kind of fucked. Yeah. But so we've but, got we've got all the Pokemon <laughs> at the starting gate, and the race starts. And fucking Squirtle and Pikachu. Squirtle and Pikachu and Onyx is trucking along with Brock and 
you can already tell Pikachu and Squirtle are struggling because for some reason Squirtle's walking on two legs. Um, and then you see just Dario just immediately just bolts out in front of the pack and you see this, this grouping of a, a Tauros and Brock and Misty and Ash. And then we get another projectile and it just, it hits poor Tauros on top of the head and Tauros goes careening into a Nidorino. Yes. And they start just scrapping and fucking, I hate team Rocket, but they have a good line here. Cause James goes, well, I hit a bullseye and Jesse goes close to it. And I was like, well, that's fucking funny. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, they, they keep racing and then all of a sudden, um, as some Pokemon are going uphill, you get an, an uh, electrode falls into a hole. And I felt so bad for that trainer because fucking electro falls into the hole. And then as he's dizzy, fucking, um, explodes with the trainer in the hole. Yeah. So that trainer's dead. Yes. Um, we, we, we witnessed murder on a. <laughs> <laughs> we witnessed murder on a um, Pokemon podcast. And, you know, everybody's able to go around it. But right as Ash and Ponyta and a couple other folks are getting near, then it explodes. So they go flying, you know, like Misty and Brock and obviously Dario. They're gone. Yes. So you, you see the... the uh, the the aftermath you got like a eradicate and you got ponyta and you got a sand slash and and they're sitting there and team rocket are just cheesing because and they've got shovels and shit so all right and then (laughs) as as they're all laid out at this point (laughs) oh what oh the pikachu squirtle and pikachu come dragging up because fucking they were dragging ass, um, not this scene, but a couple scenes back, they were dragging ass. And they just walk up to Ponyta and Ash, and Pikachu shocks them. So, again, just shocks out of nowhere for no damn reason. I mean, this one made sense because, you know, you revive them. <laughs> and then, you know, got them back in the race. And you can see that Ponyta and Ash are, are kind of bonding. and. And then we come to, to the, the water, the water, water scene. <laughs> and as, as, <laughs> okay, okay. Can, can I, can I tell this scene, Doug? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So they come up and there's a trainer on a Rhyhorn and, and Brock is on top of Onyx. So they come up to the water and Onyx looks down at the water and goes, I ain't getting in that. And the other trainer on the Rhyhorn goes, all right, we got this. And Rhyhorn jumps onto one of the rocks as if he's about to like start jumping all over all these rocks. And as soon as he jumps on the rock, fucking falls into the water. I felt so bad for like, how, how do you get a Rhyhorn out of water? Like that thing must be so heavy. Yeah. I have no idea. Like, and you, cause as soon as they jump and the, they sunk and then Onyx is like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm, <laughs> and then freaking, um, Brock's like, well, you tried, Onyx. It's like, well, you saw what happened to the Rhyhorn. Yes, for real. 
Like, he's not going to go over there and fucking uh, go in there. So Brock, Brock's just sitting there, and he's like, yeah, well, it, this was a good race. And then we get <clears throat> we get to a food stage where you're supposed to eat a plate of food before you can move on. Which, and that, that's pretty unique. That's pretty unique, but is it smart? Because you're running a race. Do you really want to put more food on top of that as you're running? Um... No, not really. <laughs> so, and then we go and we get to at wait. So th- this is where I get confused. Okay, so Misty out of nowhere is now in the race. Well, she was there because she's been on Star Me. But I they thought just she was. A... I thought she was in the audience. No, she's been there the whole time because they were standing. Um, it was, it was Ash. Misty and Brock, because when because Ash says something to Ponyta at the beginning of the race, you're ready to race, and Ponyta's flame goes up, and Misty and Brock are sitting there going, hey, keep that shit to yourself. Yeah, for real. So, okay. So, as as they're going through the water, Ash finally catches up, and he's just parading over the over the water on Ponyta. Ponyta has no fear at all. And Laura is looking on, and she's like, oh, that's my Ponyta. You you missed the the scene where it looked like the freaking Dotrio were going to be out of it. Oh yes. Oh, because, because, uh, because the three they... heads were fighting over the food. Well, no, and... no. Well, that 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 happens next. Oh, so, so as as Ash is jumping over the water, the next scene is the three Dotrio that needs to eat their food, and they don't want to share with each other. And and Dario's going. Hey, calm down. There's enough food for all of you. <laughs> Is that what he said, Doug? That's sure what that's exactly verbatim. <laughs> so. And then, um, so as it looks like, um, Ponyta and Ash are going to gain an advantage. That's when Team Rocket pops up again. And this time there's just a fucking black cloud of just smoke comes rolling in. Yeah. And at, it's at this moment, everyone on the screen's like, what, what's going on here? You can't see anything. What's going on in the race? She's like, Ponyta. And then they go through the prepare for trouble and make it double. Right. And Ash is like, Team Rocket. And, <sighs> you know, so. You know, the smoke clears and we find out it is Team Rocket because we all knew it was Team Rocket. And there's a scene where they're panning up from the bottom of the the cap the cavern or whatever it's called. And Misty and Ash are looking up and there's over to the side, Pikachu and Squirtle are just chowing down. Yes. Couldn't give a shit about anything in the world. They were just chowing. And <laughs> It's only when Ash goes, hey, Pikachu and Squirtle, pay attention. Then they, like, get into fighting stance. So, but, it, yeah, it's at this point, Ash, I mean, uh, Pikachu and Squirtle look up and they're like, oh, shit, um, maybe we need to battle. Like, oh, shit, bet, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Misty, some, or, well, Advances Star You and uh, Star Me, and Star Me gets sludge in its face. And Brock, or uh, Brock and Misty, 
Jesse and James are hugging themselves because it looks like they're going to win. And Ash wants to stay and help the fight. But Misty is telling him to go because Dario is taking the lead. And And she's like, you need to win this for Laura. And Ash goes, well, fine. And then as he's about to go, um, Arbok goes to advance on Ponyta and Ponyta flame shoots up and then Weezing stupidly uses a gas attack which of course flame and gas you know don't really mix too well nope. so Team Rocket is done and then we cut to Dario with this huge lead and then we cut back and all of a sudden you see this cloud of dust and it's fucking Ponyta with a fucking bright red flame just surrounding it and it's just trucking speed it's just picking up it's just going it's picking up and it's going down boom 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 and then is the big scene of the episode and and we're stretching and we're hitting and and dario's thinking he's just he's just all ahead of it and all of a sudden here comes ponytail around the bend and they're and Ponyta's coming up from behind and looks like Dario and Do- and Dotrio are going to have the advantage because just a little bit faster but Ponyta's still booking it he's still but he's fading fast but he's, he's still got that energy and Ash is imploring Ponyta to just go a little bit faster and then we get a, a bit of dust from Dario and then all of a sudden the Flame starts growing a little bit brighter and a little bit further out, and all of a sudden it's just enveloped. And it just it starts to evolve, and you see a horn grow out, and you see the flames grow a little bit bigger, and you see a couple more flames pr- sprout up, and you you come out of the evolution, and you've got Rabidash, which apparently is the fastest Pokemon on record. Yes. And Dario looks behind him and goes, "I don't believe it." <laughs> <laughs> and then Rapidash is going through, it's going, it's going, and it's a photo finish at the end of this race, and, and boom! Just by a nose. Well, a horn. No, it was literally the oh, nose. Oh, yeah, it was It was the nose. And just by the nose, fucking Rapidash and Ash fucking win. And they're, they're throwing babies in the air, and they're kissing women, and everybody's excited. And Dario pops up from behind and goes, You interfered with me. <laughs> but then he gets dealt with. Yes. And he's gone. And then we get the, the presentation of Rapidash as the winner. And it's got this nice little sash. They're congratulating Laura, which is bullshit because she didn't do nothing. She didn't do a damn thing. And then, you know, Laura thankfully does give Ash the credit because she wouldn't have fucking won the race without him. So, and that's basically, I mean, that, I mean, that's basically the episode. I mean, she, she ends up winning the race and freaking Rapidash is sitting there licking Ash and Ash now has the trust of Rapidash and they, they say that they will hopefully meet at a later time at a, and that that that's it. And um yeah, we get the the stereotypical 
saying goodbye to a new friend. Um, Bye. We got, we're still, I'll see you we, later. We've got Growlif. <clears throat> we've got Growlif and um, uh, uh, Rapidash, and for some reason a Tauros. Um, and then we get Dario then, mad at Team Rocket again. He goes, "You three are the reason I lost. If I wouldn't have trusted you, I might have won that race." <laughs> <laughs> and that's the last line of the episode as we close scene. And then we get the well, no, uh, Meowth makes a crack about, yeah, well, maybe you should watch that filthy bird, and then that's when it gets starts getting pecked at. Yes. So, all right, I think we are done, Doug. I would say so, and I, I haven't been keeping up on it. So I really don't know where I stood before this, but I I might have a new favorite. So this might be your favorite episode? Yeah, because I, I, there was just... So much. There was so much between the accents and the... <laughs> you you had fun doing the commentary on this episode. I kind of let you take lead on this one. This was, this was awesome. And then the race took up a nice chunk of the episode, which is good, because it's not like, oh, by the way, there's a race, and we're going to talk about it for two minutes. Like... Like when did the race start? Like the race started at twelve, 12, 12 minutes. So we got we got a race for like eight minutes, basically. Yes. So I mean that's dope. So good stuff. Good episode. This was awesome. Funny episode. Doug has a new favorite. So I think it's a win-win. Yeah, I was. I'm. I'm really happy. I like when we can end on good episodes. I mean, obviously, this isn't going to matter to anybody listening to this, but I think we've mentioned before that we try to do two at a shot. Yes, we are still recording this on January 10th, 2021. So, this is our second of the day, and this is what we're going to end on. And I like when we can end on a big positive like this. All right, well, that's about it. Let's go ahead and wrap it on up. So say your goodbye, Doug. Goodbye, Doug. And this is Wrestling Chris G, everybody, telling you you better not miss next week's episode because, as we stated before, it's a big guest. Have a good night, everybody.